Hello and welcome to In The Now. I'm Haven, your podcast host. I'm here to get you in the know about people who are living in the now. I will be interviewing actors, designers, travelers, influencers, you name it, giving you insight into their careers and successes and answering the question, how do they do it? Let's get started. Today, I have actress Teresa Patel here with me. She plays a paramedic on the show New Amsterdam. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with the show, it is a medical drama that aired in 2018 starring Ryan Eggold as Dr. Max Goodwin as he becomes the medical director of one of the United States' oldest public hospitals. Therese is going to give us some firsthand insight about what it's been like to be on the show and about her acting career. Hi, Teresa. So tell us, what is it like acting on New Amsterdam? Uh, I actually love it. I think um, for me, it's a unique experience because, you know, for those of you who watch it, you already know. And for those of you who haven't seen New Amsterdam, it's a medical drama. So it's cool to be on a set with like, you know, medical content and medical equipment and experts. So I just see like, it's a collaborative experience with a lot of different people. So I like it a lot. So this is a pretty big, uh, well-known show, um, I believe. Is it? It's on NBC. Okay. um, And it airs on Tuesdays, uh, 10, 9 Central. Can you tell me a little bit about how you landed the job and, like, what auditions were like? Was it crazy? How, you know, nervous were you? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, I was actually pretty nervous because uh, because when I got, yes, I got the audition. I was actually in acting class when I actually found out I had I had the audition, so I came home at night, and I saw the, uh, you know, the audition sides, and it was a lot of medical terminology, and I was like, oh, great, but I am a pharmacist, so I also have PharmD, um, so a lot of it I did understand, but it's a lot to remember, so I started working on it at night, and then the next day I had the audition, and then, um, uh, yeah, and I was nervous, because I was like, oh my god, I'm, like, I could mess up the medical terminology here, because <laughs> right, it was yeah. kind of hard, but then, um, but then I did the best I could, and I think I, I heard back within, like, 48 hours. Oh, wow. So within, like, two to three days, I found out that I actually booked the role of paramedic Carvel on, on the show, and I was really – it was an awesome day because I was so happy. Yeah, that is so awesome. So you said in addition to acting, you're also a pharmacist, right? Yeah, I'm um, a pharmacist. Yeah, how so that's have, what I did first, and then I okay. decided to pursue acting. Yeah, how have you managed, you know, kind of leading that double life in a way, I guess you could say? No, you're actually, you're, you're right. I, it is a double life. And um, the, the, it's interesting. So how I managed it was, well, I first started off, I got my PharmD, right? I, I went went to school, studied, spent like a good number of years getting that degree. And then when I got that degree, that's when I was like, you know what, I, I have a passion and I've never really worked to develop it. So I invested in my own career to, to learn to how to be an actor and to expose myself to the right, you know, classes right, or the yeah. right tools that I need. And then I started auditioning. I got myself an agent. So today it's, it's interesting because I still, I still have that degree and I still am an actor. So there is like, it, it can get hard. There's times where it gets really hard to balance both. And then there's times where it's, it's more doable, sure. but I'm so yeah. thankful to the universe that I have a, I have a job, like my pharmacy job. It's very flexible, and I, I kind of work from home, and then I travel as needed. So it gives me the flexibility to audition, to take classes, um, and to film if needed. Okay, cool. So, like, how much time would you say you have to commit to acting on a weekly basis when you're still trying to manage um, 
all the pharmacy yeah. things. Um, so I think it varies. So when I, when I started, like when I initially started the acting program, I was invested a lot more. So I spent a lot of time because I really wanted to learn the craft. Mm-hmm. Um, so I studied with Anthony Apeson in New York. I, um, I would attend class weekly, regularly. I had homework, just like, you know, with any kind of school. Right, um, right. And I had prep work. I had a lot of prep work. So I would prep for scenes. I would prep for, you know, whatever was uh, needed for the class. So it was a good amount of time I invested. It actually was my primary focus. Once that, once I completed the program, and it was a, it was a master's school, once I completed that, then I started taking classes like audition classes, mm-hmm. um, you know, on camera, boot camp classes, and that required less time, but it, you always had scene work or you had like the audition work that you had to prep and then you would go to class and then you, I would have a teacher who would kind of help me work through the sides. So it became a little bit less, but it's still ongoing. Like I think right. I always tell yeah. people that whether you're working or not, I think as an actor, you're always working because I'm always observing. I'm always watching other television mm-hmm. shows. I want to see how other people are acting and reacting. Um, and then more importantly, um, you know, I'm always, I have a coach and I coach with him regularly now. Mm-hmm. So it's just an ongoing thing to keep that muscle active. Yeah. Of like imagination. Right. And has all of your schooling and everything been through New York? I mean, that's an awesome city to kind of live in yes. to, you know, do what you're saying to see all of these things and observe everything. So how has that been for you? Like living in New York through doing all this? Oh yeah. I think, I think, okay. So I'm really biased because I love <laughs> New York city. Right. So, so yes, New York city, I think it, it, it's, it's, it's an environment that feeds so much. Like I walk outside and I just feel like there's like energy in the air and just yeah. always like, there's just so much going on and I know it can be really distracting but I've been living here for quite some time now so for me it's like I know how to zone it out when I need to and take it in when I need to so yeah I think wherever you walk the sidewalks you know there's so much to observe subways when I'm in the subways just watching the people that are coming in and out of the trains how they wait there's just there's a lot of people a lot of thoughts a lot of energy um, so yeah, there's a lot to feed off of it, but the truth is, yes, um, I am from New Jersey. I moved to New York city to pursue acting and I studied in New York city. So yeah, all my training has been New York city based. That's awesome. That's like such a great opportunity, you know, to be close to everything like that. I mean, you know, Broadway, do you ever go to any Broadway shows and kind oh, yeah. of, and yeah, I think I, so I live in the theater district. So oh wow, cool. that's amazing because all like majority of the, like I have like a whole theater row right close to me, but yeah, I think that's an, a unique part of New York city. And I know it's, it's pretty much in other cities too, but Broadway in New York city is just, it's just a magical feel. And that I love about New York city because not only do you have a high, like a huge concentration of New York city, like film and TV actors, but you have a huge theater group. So again, like even as an actor, you feel like there's so many avenues you can explore and grow. Yeah. So kind of back um, on track with New Amsterdam, um, how much time would you say goes into making each episode or like filming a scene? Does it kind of depend on, you know, the difficulty of the scene? How does, how does that work for you? Yeah. um, Yeah. So I think like, and since I'm not like a, like a series regular on it but Mm -hmm. my guess would be it's about like two to three weeks for an episode and it really just probably depends on the content but from my personal experience um as a paramedic it really depends 
there's been some cool, very cool ED stunt scenes we've done, and they've required more time. So you usually get called in, and sometimes you're working like multiple days because you know it's, it's a it's a more complicated scene. Yeah. And then there's some ED scenes that you know the paramedic is literally just coming and, and feeding the patient to um, Doctor Bloom, played by Janet Montgomery. So. That I've worked, and that could be like a day, a day of filming. And other scenes, I've been called it for like more days because it just, you know, the nature of the scene. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure you know you spend a lot of time with the cast and everything. Uh, what's that relationship like with them? Are y'all really close? Like, you know, is there kind of a divide between you know the main characters and people who are on it less, or like how would you kind yeah. of describe that relationship? Yeah, no, actually, and I can only talk about my personal experience because, right, yeah. um, I, but what I can see, what I, what I love about the show in general, everybody has been so warm and welcoming and inviting. And I know people probably say this about every show they're on, but it's a diverse cast, a really mm-hmm. talented group of creative writers. And what I love about it is when I go on set, I feel so supported. I feel supported by the writers. They always, you know, want to check to make sure that you feel comfortable knowing what the scene is. And then I have a lot of scenes with, again, Dr. Bloom, played by uh, Janet Montgomery on the show. And every time I've come on set, she just brings this, like, this, like, light humor and, 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 like, a really friendly working environment. So whether I'm on the show for just, like, 10 minutes, two minutes, or if I've just been a, you know, a new actor, I, I never feel that. I just feel like I'm part of the New Amsterdam family. Yeah, that's um, awesome. And I think because of that, I just, I feel like th- if that's how I feel, I'm pretty sure that's how all the other scenes probably are that I'm not mm-hmm. involved with, but it just seems like a, a good group of actors who've created a family and then supported by a really good crew. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure that helps, you know, the quality of the show to go up when people are comfortable with each other and you know have that relationship right and you know for me where I am in my career I feel yeah I feel comfortable like I'm not so scared like oh my god what if I mess up <laughs> right I just feel like okay like they're, they're, they're here to support me and they want to get the best performance out and the best scene out so yeah. we're, all, we're all here to get that get that goal um so before you film an episode do you get to know like what's going to happen in advance in the season or anything like that or are you kind of with the audience on that one, you know, waiting to see what's going to happen. Yeah. So, um, yes, before I film that particular episode, I do get the script for the episode. So I do know what's going to happen in that episode. Um, but from there, that's where my knowledge gets cut off. So after that, yeah. So (laughs) I don't know what will happen, what the direction or the vision the writers have for the Mm -hmm. rest of the season. But, um, but I know what's going to happen when that episode airs. Like, oh, like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, because I get the full script. So, but that I think is so cool too, because since I play a paramedic, I'm in like one or two scenes, right? In the ED scenes, but I get to read everything else that happened, right? Yeah. And then what's cool is when I watch the show, I see like actors bringing those, the, whatever I read to life. And it's like, it, it's a really cool experience to watch that too. Even yeah, though definitely. like whether you're part of it or not it's cool to see how other people contributed to the life of it. Yeah, a cool perspective on that other than, you know, just watching it at home, not really knowing any background. Yeah. Um, So being a paramedic, I don't know if you have to do much of this or not, but do you ever ad lib any of your lines or do you kind of, you know, strictly follow what it says? Right. Yeah. And I I strictly usually follow what it says because um, 
you know, you're really giving a lot of vitals and stats. Right. Um, and then there's times that they'll be like, okay, this might, let's, you know, the, 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 you know, the writers on set, sometimes they will change things if needed. Um, or, you know, there's a different take on it. So very few times has it happened to me, but, but if anything, they'll cut out a line or they'll like, you know, adjust it. But for okay, me, it's, yeah. it's happened once where they actually cut out a line. So then it just made, you know, made it a little bit easier. But for the most part, like whatever the vitals are, it's just, uh, it's, it's basically, I always say every time I push through that ED door, it's like, <laughs> it's like a, a blur of like all this, like, um, like medical terminology. Coming yeah. Out of my yeah. Mouth. So it's, uh, so it's cool. But yeah, I usually have stuck, stuck to the, the what's written. Yeah. It's really cool though, this part that you play and then, you know, how in your real life you actually are, you know, involved in the medical field. That's, that's something that's really unique, I think. Yeah, I think, and I think that probably did help me because I think when you read it, then I have some kind of understanding. I mean, I'm, I definitely, you know, I've never practiced. Right. Uh, I just, I'm a pharmacist, but, um, but it, at least I, I understand some of the vocab and stuff. So it's yeah, cool. for sure. Um, so kind of aside from New Amsterdam, are you currently doing anything else in the acting world or is that kind of all you can take on right now? Yeah. Um, so yeah, actually what I'm, so I'm an actor, so I'm I'm just constantly trying to audition so I can find, you know, a character that I can breathe some, like, amazing life into. So I'm trying to still um, keep working. So I love what I have at New Amsterdam, and then I'm hoping that I can land other jobs as well. So work in progress. So it's uh, pilot season, so I'm hoping, you know, I, I get to go on some awesome auditions and hopefully book something else um, as well. Yeah. And then... Also, this year, I really thought that maybe, like, I actually do want to write a little bit and go on the other side. Yeah, so, and since I'm not really a writer, but I was like, you know what, never hurts. I mean, it's it's your imagination, ultimately, that you're trying to jot down on paper and, and, you know, kind of visualize and give to other people. So, I I, I joined, um, so I'm part of, like, the New York City Women in um, Film and TV here in New York City. So I joined that and they have like a little writers group that they can like, they're invited to all different kinds of women with different backgrounds. So I asked to participate in that. So I'm really hoping that will help me exercise that writing. Yeah, um, that's so awesome. Yeah, yeah and just to see what side. that kind of takes me to. Yeah. So it'll be a different different perspective on this whole entertainment. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you mentioned pilot season. I've actually, you know, never really thought about that or heard that term before. Um, what is that season? Like how long does that usually last for you? Right. So yeah, so pilot season is usually like your like January to May. And that's when, you know, there these new shows are coming to life and they're trying to film that pilot. You know, that pilot episode. Right. Yeah, that's and really that's cool. where they're looking for that main you know, like who are gonna be the main players of the show. So this is an opportunity to really um, and I know so many people describe pilot season different ways, but at least from what I know. And then this is an opportunity for you to potentially, you know, land like a really nice role on, on a show that could be more recurring. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, so what kind of not like I know you're starting kind of the writing side of it. Um, what inspired you in the first place to, you know, get your acting career to take off and, you know, move to New York City and kind of take that on? Yeah, that's actually a really good question because um, I think the one thing that I that really inspired me is just being 
like somebody who watches a lot of TV and movies. So I loved movies um, back in the day when I was a kid and I loved performing. So when I was a kid, I loved, like I grew up and I'm, I'm, I'm South Asian, so I'm Indian. So I used to watch a lot of Bollywood movies. I used to watch Hollywood movies. Um, so it was like a big culture clash in both, but I used to learn so much. And then I used to perform in plays and I used to put up like acts. But what the coolest thing was, is as I was growing up, I appreciated what I saw so much more. And I love that being just a viewer, I loved how like movies really, or like characters or TV shows really inspired me or they made me, there were some like characters that I loved and they made me think. And I think I was like, wow, like it's so cool how somebody else's story can really change something for you or it can inspire or it can inspire you in some kind of way. And so then I was like, it'd be so cool if you can actually combine your love of performing and yet still have that impact on people. Right. Yeah, I totally so get that's that. that's yeah. when I was like, you know what? I would love to pursue, like, pursue acting because then I could do something I love yet still feel like I have a part in somebody else's, you know, vision or somebody else's, like, growth. Yeah, so I think that's what sure. I really liked about it. Yeah, that's, I mean, I can kind of relate to that because, you know, I'm a journalism major, so you know, kind of telling people's people's stories and learning from people and just getting that out there is, you know, what kind of inspires me too. So, yeah. Yeah, very similar. It's like how other people's stories, exactly, how they make you feel or what you learn or take from them. And then in your case, you're using, you know, your writing or your journalism background. And in my case, I I like the performing background. So it's just different ways of kind of connecting to each other. I think that's what's cool. Yeah, no, that's so awesome. Um, so how do you usually, you know, kind of prepare for an audition? Um, do you have any pre-show or pre-audition rituals? Yeah, I do. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, like I, you know, and, and so like I've gotten a lot of tips from like my teachers or my coaches, but, um, and they've changed all my like pre-audition uh, work has always changed throughout the years as I progressed in my career. But yeah, I feel like today, like I'll, I'll really take time instead of just running and jumping and trying to memorize the lines. I really started to now like focus on like the specificity, like who is this person? What environment are they in? Um, what does she feel or, you know, what, what's making her think this way? That kind of work, I think, is so important. And then I feel like the and, – and I know everyone's like, really, does it really happen? But it kind of does. The lines start to come to you because they make so much more sense then. Right, you know? yeah. So it's just – it's so much easier. You don't feel like you have to memorize lines. You feel like you understand the lines better. And I think that approach took me some time to get there. So that's yeah. kind of what I do before an audition. I really take the time to, like, understand it better than – like, better – rather than just, okay, let me memorize this and then I'll work on it. That's changed with, um, with time. And I think with experience for me. Yeah. Um, so this might be kind of, you know, a hard question to pinpoint, but what do you love most about your job? Is there anything, you know, that stands out to you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, there is. I think it's, it's kind of what I just told you earlier. What I love is how, um, I love storytelling. So I love the fact that if I can emote, um, I love what I love is how it can potentially impact someone else. So I love when, if I do have, if I have done like, for example, I did like a comedy skit once on MTV too. I loved when people like contacted me and they're like, Oh my God, that like you made me laugh or when you did yeah. this. So I think it, 
what I love is like, I love doing what I love to do, but I love getting how people reacted to it. So that's what I really love about the whole thing. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm sure, you know, along with what you love, is there any big challenge for you, um, you know, that you kind of struggle with? Yeah, um, I think, let's see. I think acting is beautiful. I love it. I have it, I've emphasized, like, I enjoy it so much. I'm trying to, like, really make headway. But there are a lot of ups and downs, and that's the reality. So I think the challenge is that you really have to, you have to have a really tough mindset, like, mm-hmm. a, a strong mindset. Like, you have to be like, okay, I want to do this. And there will be times where you doubt yourself. There's do- times where you get, you really want a part, and you're like, man, I know I, I know I nailed the audition. What went wrong? And it's one of those things that like, you'll just never know. But I think you have to trust that journey. Like yeah. whatever you land will probably be good for you and it'll be it'll be something important in your career. But um it's a I think that's a challenge. The challenge is to keep your head up despite all the rejections and the or the you know, despite the whole the whole environment is so fickle, it's sometimes hard to to keep going. And I think that's a challenge. Um, self doubt is a challenge and you really have to work through it yeah those are definitely some good tips you know just kind of keeping your head up and you know moving on to the next audition or whatever it might be um do you have any other tips for possible aspiring actors or does it just kind of go along with you know getting past that self-doubt yeah I guess if I I think it's like my, my one tip would be a realistic tip, and then my second tip is kind of more the artistic tip. Mm-hmm. So, like, my one piece of advice in general would be, now that I've done this for a while, I totally think, yes, you should, if this is a passion of yours, or whatever passion you have, you should absolutely focus your time and energy on it and, and, and pursue it, and you should go after your dreams. But I think you know, considering, especially for actors today, it is, and like I mentioned, it is a fickle environment. The industry is, it's competitive. So I also would say, like, my advice, honestly, would be, if you want to pursue acting, you should. Nothing should hold you back. But it's also nice to have another skill set in your, like, back pocket. Mm -hmm. Something else Mm -hmm. that you can also put your energy and focus on that tomorrow, no matter what the ups and downs will bring, you have some kind of something to fall back on too. Um, that would be my, that would be a realistic advice. <laughs> and then my artistic advice is, I always say, don't give up because there are going to be so many people that say no to you. You just need that one person to say yes. And so if you can continuously believe in yourself, somebody one day will believe in you. Yeah. So you keep going. What was your very first, you know, acting job like? Cause you know, obviously you've come a pretty long way in your yeah. career. So what was that first job like? Yeah, that is so <laughs> when I first auditioned um for I auditioned my first big role was my my main role. It was um I played a I played a cookie cutter Indian girl on on a on a soap opera. And I'm sure some of you guys still know it cuz it's around. It's on ABC. Um it's One Life to Live. Okay. And I played a cookie cutter Indian girl. She runs away from India cuz she doesn't want an arranged marriage. But it was really cool because I I brought like a South Asian spin to soap opera, so that was amazing yeah. to be part of that. <laughs> um, and, um, and it was so cool that the writers at that time even like thought to bring in an Indian family into into the soap opera scene. Mm-hmm. But when I first went on set, I was like, to be honest, I think I was just like I couldn't. Believe, I had to pinch myself because it was like, how is this possible? 
just a couple of, like a year ago, I was in pharmacy school taking pharmacy exams. A year later, I'm on set, and this is something I always dreamed of. I think, so I always tell people, like, I live my life sometimes where I always think, like, when, if anything happens and my life got cut short today, will I be able to look back on my, on the things I've wanted in life or my achievements or my acting career and will I be happy? And I can tell you right now, if I walk outside of my apartment and a cab hits me and I fly <laughs> and I hit the ground, there's yeah. one thing I will tell you, that that these, these acting jobs I had, so that one life to live, I... I'll never forget the happiness I had from it. Like, I just felt so happy yeah, that's that amazing. if I ever hit that concrete, <laughs> I will be like, hey, you know what? I did what I had to do. It might not have been the most I could have done, but I did what I had to do. And so I guess if you're, to answer your question directly, my first audition, like my first time ever being on set, I was nervous. Of course I was nervous. But to me, it was like, man, like dreams can come true. Like things can happen for people. It is possible. Um and so I, th- I felt like I was actually living a dream. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add, either you know about New Amsterdam or just kind of your career in general? Yeah, no, I think um, the only thing I'll say is what I like. What I like about New Amsterdam, the the last thing, like just to cap off what that show is for me, aside from being a small part of it um, and contributing to like you know the stories, what I love is in, it's based on a book and it's based. Um, you know, it's it's obviously representing one of the oldest public health systems in New York. Mm-hmm. But what I love is that that show really brings to light what doctors go through and to the extent that they go through for their patients. I love that. And I think, like, there's so many medical dramas out there that also talk about, like, oh, it's a complicated case, let's fix it. This yeah. really talks about, like, it shows, like, I think it's, and I'm really emotional maybe today. It shows the emotions that the doctor feels mm-hmm. and then the, the, obviously the patient feels, but how, how much like when, when there's a physician and it's happened to me in my life, physicians can really change your life, you know, the, yeah. the treatment they give and they can sometimes give you another life. Um, and I think this show really captures those, those moments. So I think it's really special because it gives a good message out there. Yeah, that's really awesome. Thank you so much for, for sharing um best of luck to you i mean we'll be watching out for you on season two of new amsterdam yeah well thank you so much and thanks for having me on the podcast thanks for tuning into in the now follow the instagram at in the now podcast for updates on the coming episodes i'm haven listen in next time